0: Ah, we got a very special edition of Magic Pod Squad coming your way this week. Our guest is Markel Fultz. Our first chance to sit down with him on Pod Squad and get to know Markel a little bit. And we have a guest host, DJ Augustine, his teammate. So that'll be a lot of fun. We'll get to know Markel Fultz's story, how he got into playing basketball. We'll hear about his hometown, ultimately ending up with the Philadelphia 76ers and then coming to the Orlando Magic last year. What it's like to be back on the floor playing well and thriving. As a member of the Magic, what it's like to be a teammate uh, with all the other characters on this Magic roster. Some of the things they talk about, what happens in Magic locker rooms, what happens on plane rides, what happens on bus rides. We're going to cover all of that with Markel Fultz and DJ Augustine on this edition of Magic Pod Squad.
1: This is Aaron Gordon of the Orlando Magic. This is Evan Fournier. This is Jonathan Isaac. This is Mo Bamba. Check out what's new with the Orlando Magic Pod Squad. The host of characters give you a behind-the-scenes look at Magic Basketball. The Magic Pod Squad has you covered. Subscribe and rate on iTunes and the Google Play Store today.
0: We got a special edition of Pod Squad. No David Steele, no George Galante, but we've got myself, Dante Marcatelli, we've got Jeff Turner, our special guests, both guests, Markel Fultz. Who we're going to throw a lot of questions to. Mm. And stepping in replacing David Steele is going to be DJ Augustine, yes, who's sir. the host of the Upgrade. Magic Life. Upgrade. Yeah, the Magic Life podcast. This is great. We appreciate you stepping in, DJ. Thank
2: y'all. Thank y'all for having me, man. You enjoy this? You enjoy this setting, getting to know guys yeah. like this? I love it. You know, a lot, of, a lot of people that watch and listen, they don't get to see this side of us mm-hmm. as basketball players. And, you know, we love basketball, and that's what we do. That's our job. But we do have another – Another side to mm-hmm. us we have a life also so you know to give people a chance to see that and hear it it's a it's a great thing
0: markel is this the first time you're hearing dj has a podcast
1: no i actually seen it on
2: twitter one time.
0: <laughs> i was scrolling down and i seen there him talking
1: you, you know I, I made fun of him a little bit but it, you know it's good to see you know him him doing this and it, i actually watched it and i learned a little bit you know um so you know for me it's good to see and um i'm looking forward to it so i'm looking forward to more podcasts he has you know i'm supporting him so
0: well, we're doing this in Salt Lake City and it's cold, freezing here. I don't know if anybody likes the cold. You grew up in the cold, yeah. you had that. Do you yeah. do you like it? Do you mind it? Um, do, you,
1: do you appreciate the I, snow? I used to love it um until I moved, you know, to Orlando and I got used to the, you know, the good weather and being in the heat and now, you know, every time I step in the cold it's like I'm
2: ready to get back to the the sun. It does so. that to you? Does yeah, it? Yeah, it does. It the does. Sun. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a good view out there today. The snow was coming down, you know, around Christmas time it gives you that <laughs> Christmas feel, you know. But uh, like Kel said, you know, back home, it's 70 degrees, I think. So, um, you know, we're kind of ready to get back already. No, it does. you get yeah. used to it.
0: So, you, I know you slept that whole flight yeah, last night. You had a busy – I want to talk about hometowns I and did. all that. Markel just informed us he can sleep anywhere. Do you, yeah. do you see that? Do you see him sleeping pretty yeah. much? Yeah,
2: and the crazy thing about him is, like, he'll start talking to you, and in the middle of you answering his question, he'll be <laughs> he'll be sleeping. So, I'm like, dude, why did you even ask me anything? you know? He sleeps like I, – I never seen somebody fall asleep that fast. Been been always, Markell? That, yeah, that's it's like,
1: been there? I don't know. It's been like that since I was little. Like, isn't that cause something? Is isn't it, it, that it's is. like a disorder? Right? Narcolepsy. Yeah, <laughs> yes,
2: exactly that
1: I that. get it in though. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people who complain they can't sleep. I, I I sleep on a plane. Like I said, the plane, the bus ride. You know, any chance I get a chance to sleep, you know, I'm 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 asleep. <laughs> I'm asleep, you're gonna make it through this podcast. I'm trying to grow, yeah. <laughs> well, that's all I'm going be good. Y'all great team. Well, listen, man, I wish
3: my kids would have swept <laughs> yes, when they, they were yeah. You're exactly <laughs> right. We don't get that lucky. <laughs> well, we
0: just came from New Orleans with your hometown, obviously, and it was great. It was a great tribute and everything that went mm-hmm. there. And recently, we went to your hometown, Markel, and I thought that was a lot of fun. But just touch on I, for those of us that don't understand, you end up being a professional athlete, you make it to this level. When you think about your hometown and, and everything that, that that's you. That's that's what makes make that's what makes you up. Just talk about your hometown and your family and everything that kinda helps get you here.
1: Yeah, I mean it's is what makes you who you are, you know, uh, you know, growing up. Um Washington DC. Exactly, Washington D C. Um just the culture there, you know, the way the culture is, you gotta earn everything, you know, you gotta earn your respect. Um you got a lot of, you know, a lot of people trying to get at you you know to go to different places you know it's a big basketball you know city um and you know it's it's cool you know to see all the different sports team you know you got the wizards, Redskins, you know everything like that and um i think for me it was kind of unique you know growing up in the era that i was in you know I was young, but I was outside a lot, you know, like the with the older kids because of my sister and my family, the way, you know, my family was raised and I got to see a different, you know, part of it. And um, I think it's, it made me the tough player I am today, you know, to be able to go through the things I go through and to keep going and just have fun with it, so.
3: Marco, did you play other sports growing up and everything besides
1: basketball Yeah, I played football. Um that was probably the only organized, you know, sport I played, you know, but being outside, you know, I played I tried to play everything. Baseball, uh soccer, um hockey. Uh we tried to hockey. Do, Yeah, we tried to do anything, man. We was trying to <laughs> oh my God. I want to be all-American. I know that one. Yeah, I no to be hockey in New Orleans oh, not at all? <laughs> <laughs> I want to be all-American. Like I said, you know, you got you got a lot of good talents there. So, you know, growing up, seeing, you know, all the different sports, uh, I wanted to, you know, at least try everything. But, you know, basketball and football took up a lot of my time. But um, it was definitely – it was it was unique, you know, to go to the different sporting events and see, like I said, you know, different sports, hockey, lacrosse, everything like that. So well, Take good, us through you know. your family. Well, who are your family members yeah. and
0: who did you rely on? Yeah. These are the people that got to get
1: you to practice. Mm-hmm. They got to, you know, and they're watching your game. Yeah, so I got my mom, uh, Ebony, and then I got my oldest sister, Um, And then I had my grandma around a little bit, um, Peggy, but um, mostly it was my mom and sister. You know, mom being a single mom and my older sister, you know, having to take care of me when my mom was at work. Uh, It was only us really, you know, around. And my sister would take me to school sometimes. My mom, uh, when she had chances, you know, she would take me wherever I needed to go. But, you know, it was that main core. And then uh, we would go to my grandma's house a lot. And um, that's where it was the best at because I had a basketball court over there. You know, I had all everything I wanted. I used to have like four or five bikes. You know, my grandma was spoiling me, but uh, <laughs> it was it was it was pretty unique. You know, to, to have that experience. You know, just with a small you know small group and a small circle. You know, I I learned how to you know rely on them and just bond and trust each other. So
3: now, was sports big in your family with your mom, your sister, and?
1: My mom claims she she played basketball, you know. She got a couple of pictures, you know. I, I believe her. She claims I get my, my talents from her. But um, uh, my sister was actually a dancer. She was a ballet, and um, she danced a lot. So I used to always watch her dance. So um, I don't know if I got any of my – I ain't got great footwork, but, you know, I, get, I try to get some of my balance from her, you know. So –
0: at some point you both realize you're good enough to maybe do something with this. Maybe it's just a, uh, a college scholarship or maybe at some point you think I'm gonna make it to the NBA. Is there pressure that comes with that? Is there pressure to make it quote unquote make it to the NBA Do you put that on yourself Do are people feeding you saying this is you know you're, you're gonna make it one day Oh
2: um, you definitely have like growing up, you know we definitely have people in our ears you know telling us you can make it and. You know, trying to jump on the bandwagon—I guess you want to call it—but uh, for us, I think, and I, you know, I speak for myself. But um, I didn't have any pressure because I mean, um, it was just something that I wanted to do. You know, basketball being in the NBA was something I always dreamed of since I was four years old. Um, it's always something that I, I felt like I was gonna—I was gonna be an NBA player. Like you couldn't tell me otherwise. So. Uh, it wasn't really pressure it was just just me following my dreams and just working extremely hard to reach my goals you know and uh, like i said the older you get especially aau you get those coaches and those people that's jumping on you know trying to say you know hey man you know you're gonna make it you're gonna do this like you know and they wasn't around when you was younger right so um yeah my family they they did a great job of being my circle and keeping those people out my dad you know and um just keeping me in track to focus on school and just being the best basketball player i could be DJ was you, inter- sorry, was it similar for you, Mark
1: Kellson? Uh definitely. Uh you know, since I was young, that was the one thing, you know, when you write down when you get in school, you know, what you want to do when you grow up and it was my was be an NBA player. And um again, it, it wasn't really a lot of pressure for me because again, it was something I loved to do and I knew, you know, if I if I worked hard, that was the one thing my mom told me. If I worked hard, I can do anything I wanted. So it was a uh, – Like DJ said, it was more so just keeping my circle tight and working hard and not letting, you know, as you get older, the people come around and try to – once they see you're going to – you know, got a chance and potential to do something, you know, try to get on the bandwagon and try to, you know, boost you up and be around you, so.
3: I think that that love of the game is something that we hear about a lot with you two guys. I was going to say, DJ, Coach Clifford had an interesting comment before the game last night. He was being asked about the night – I'm talking about the New Orleans game, obviously, right, right. and when you went to uh, Brother Martin. And he talked about your longevity. You've been around a while and everything. And he, the comment that he made was guys like you have to love the game because it's so hard, yeah. right? To get to where you've gotten in the longevity uh, that you had. And his comment was, "A lot of guys that are just tall end up just playing basketball, right. right? They didn't really
2: love the game, willing to do the work. Is that you think that's a fair statement? That's a that's a great statement. You know, it's definitely true. Um, you know, when you're younger, um, I would say all the way up to college, it's fun. You know, you, you it's for the love of the game. It's fun. You know, you enjoy it. Um, but once you make it to the NBA level, it's a business. You know, and you learn that really quick. And uh, you know, in order to last long and to you know, have a great attitude. It takes a lot of mental toughness and uh, finding that joy within yourself to find ways to have fun. You know, and and these guys can tell you like at, at practice and stuff. You know, I'm I'm serious, but I try to have fun. I, I joke around. You know, I laugh and stuff. Because if you just serious all the time, especially the ups and downs in the NBA as a as an individual and as a team. You know, as a team, you know, it could really take the joy away from your your love of the game. And uh, you just gotta find. Ways to still enjoy it, wake up every morning and want to go to work and get better. And uh, that's what I've been able to do over the years, you know, just find that joy. Yeah, Marco, you think the same thing. It's, it's interesting as we go around um, after the New Orleans
3: game, JJ Reddick talked about, you know, happy is for you. And he kept saying, because he loves the game, he loves to compete. Uh, TJ McConnell said the same thing. Is that, I mean, that's really kind of, as DJ's talking about, it gets you through, doesn't yeah, it? That it definitely
1: is. It's the only thing that, you know, one of the biggest thing that drives me every day, you know, every day I wake up is I would do this. If, if I didn't get paid to play this game, I would still do it because of the love I have for it. And it's really, you know, When I'm playing a game, I don't think about anything else. You know, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, It brings you to meet, you know, many people. You know, the game brings you so many different things. And um, it's just one thing that, you know, since I was young, as soon as I touched the basketball, I knew that, you know, it was something that I wanted to do and that that I love to do. So I agree. Well, for the record,
0: my mom said I could
1: play in the NBA, too.
3: (laughs) 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 You just didn't love it enough, Dante. That's the problem. (laughs) No, I think she was wrong.
0: You mentioned J.J. Reddick. We saw him last night. We just played in New Orleans. I thought this was interesting. I don't know if you read the story. I thought Josh Robbins did a great story uh, in the athletic. He caught up with J.J. after the game. I know you saw him at the bus. but, But J.J. said, I don't want to get emotional, but it means a lot to me to see him play, period. It means a lot for me to see a smile on his face on the court. And feel like he's in a good place mentally, physically, meeting a right spot in Orlando. So sure. it just shed some light, you know, as much as you care to get into. Yeah. Your time in Philadelphia, you know something's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know you can't play at the level you want to play at. Yeah. How, just how tough that must have been.
1: Uh, it's super tough. Again, like anything you love, just think about anything you love and, and you can't do it to your full ability. I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to suffer and it's going to hurt. and. Um, when you're trying to figure out, you know what you can do to, to get you back to that full potential to do what you love, and um, it's taken a long time. Uh, it's tough, um, but again, you know one of the things that drove me was my love for the game, and that was the only thing that mattered at the time. And um, JJ was, you know, he was there. He was one of those guys that you know pulled me aside, talked to me, and supported me. You know, through those times where you know I had my ups and downs in Philly, um, going through my injury, and um, he was huge for me, you know, i seen somebody who, you know, been in the game a long time and he talked to me and, you know, we had a lot of things in common and uh, it, it opened my eyes a lot, you know, to see that and to see, you know, somebody who was older actually care about, you know, what was going on with me, you know, when the NBA, like, like you just said, it becomes a business and a lot of guys just care about their self and, you know, what they got going on in their families and, you know, he has a family and for him to, you know, to reach out to me and actually care the way he did, in uh, it made you know it made me it opened my eyes up to a different thing you know and um it definitely it definitely made me a big supporter of him um more than I already was and uh, uh I appreciate it to this day
3: was there but in the game now see i watch you guys like trying to I trying to pick up something yeah. and there's a few times in the game where it looked like you and jj when he was matched up together yeah. there was a little talking yeah. going on definitely. a little bit a little Definitely,
1: bit, you know. <laughs> definitely yeah we had a it was going out a little bit you know he he watches film he's a great player and uh Uh, One of the times we were um, running a sideline out of bounds, and um, we get a me and Ev got a connection where we get a you know easy overtop and he was like, "Nah, we're not getting that." I've seen it a few times, so it's it's funny. And then uh, also when my I got that dunk uh, the other day, he was in the picture, and he was like, "I was thinking about jumping, and then uh, I had to get out the way." So uh, he's uh. Just talking trash and, you know, making jokes while we were playing. It was, it was good. It was fun to play against him and uh, good to see him.
0: But you know what's interesting is you mentioned T.J. McConnell, J.J. Redick, all these guys, and you see it too, DJ. What is it about Markell? He has an impact. He seems to have an impact on everybody. Everybody yeah. roots for the guy and cheers for the Obviously, we see the yeah. character that he
2: has. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, I mean, you could ask Markell even before he was with the him. Man. He was still with Philly. I reached out to him myself. No and we talked yeah. on the phone, you know, just because – you know, no. You don't want to see a kid with so much talent go through what he's gone through, and you know, people on the outside, fans, the media, like they don't understand what it's like to be in our shoes. You know, they don't understand the things we go through and how hard it is to be here and to stay here. And uh you well, know, they sure think they do. Yeah, know, for sure, yeah. 100%, for sure, for sure, you know, for sure. And that's what it is, and that's that's, and we know that, and that's part of being an NBA player, and we have to deal with it. But uh at the same time, I reached out to him just because. I knew what he was going through, and I want him to know that, you know, you still got a long time in this league, you know, and you're going to get back to where you need to be. And that's the first thing. When he was with the Magic, a lot of people asked me about him. How was he looking? How was he playing? I'm like, you know what? Don't, it don't even matter. You know, I just see the smile on his face and see how happy he is to be back on the floor, and that's the only thing that really matters, man. You know, all the other stuff will come, you know. And, uh, you know, like I said, people just don't understand that. You guys
0: have both had injuries. Where, like, where does the mind go when you think? Do you think this? Am I going to be able to do this again? Do you think? I mean, where, where does, where does, where does the mind go to? And how important is that support? The guys yeah. reaching out. To?
1: I mean, I know for me, uh, for me, I know when I was sitting out, I think that was my only. My goal was just to get back, you know. And for me, uh, with my scenario, my injury, it was a little bit different because you know, mine is not as common. So you know, I'm I'm going around trying to figure out and. You know, I'm trying to figure out what it is, and I, I can't figure it out. And all I want to do is figure out what it is so I can get into, re, you know, right. the rehab and work as hard as I can. And, you know, it, it's times that, you know, it always going to go through my – you know, I think about it, you know, like, what if I can't even play again? You know, what if I'm never able to, you know, to use my right hand again? And um, at that point, you know, I still I still love the game, so I'm, I'm going to figure out another scenario. I'm thinking about, you know, shooting my left hand, you know, going left-handed. But – At the same time my mindset is always to work hard to get back on that court to do what i love and um, that's all i did every every chance i got you know i was in a in the training room i was asking doctors what can i do you know to get back on the court until i got back on the court and um even now you know it's the same thing it's trying to take full advantage of my body and figure everything out and learn so much about my body to where i can you know prevent injuries you know and help you know things that i got going on now so i can stay on this court and play as long as i can
0: you feel that too, DJ? You just yeah. It's got to be tough, I especially mean, when you're not with the team.
2: Yeah. yeah, for me, I think it comes down to mental toughness. I mean, you know, we all physically can play the game. I mean, that's what we – a lot of us was born to play this game. We all have natural talent, God-given talents. Um, but I think it comes down to mental toughness because at the end of the day, all 450 of us, we're going to go through some type of injury. We are, we're going to go through some type of slump. Um and up and down you know ups and downs in this league you know the longer you're there and i think the guys who last the longest are just mentally tough and uh you know you think about the kobe's the, the 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 ray allen's the you know all those guys that played 18 plus years they were all mentally tough and they all went through some type of injury and ups, ups and downs so that's what i think it comes down to. how how mentally tough are you you know, through that injury, through that slump, or whatever team you with, you know what's going on in your career. You gotta, you gotta stay with it mentally and uh, just fight through it and keep working hard. That's all you can do because things gonna change around. It's gonna turn around for you. You know, the the, the longer you last and the, the more positive you are, you know, your situation's always gonna turn around. Well, you've done it, right?
0: We see that smile.
3: Yeah, that mm-hmm. yeah. So You know what's interesting is I think, Dante, what people don't really realize is the other part of being an NBA player is you have to be, you have to be a pretty serious competitor, yeah, don't you? you? Know, I mean, if, sure. if, you, if you don't want to compete, then this isn't the place yeah, for you. 100%. And so I think it's interesting, we've got the two of you sitting here, yeah. right? And I, I've watched DJ for a few years mm-hmm. now and, that he competes, yeah, 100%. So now training camp comes, you're ready to yeah. go and everything, yeah. and you two kind of going at it. You yeah. love and support each yeah. other. So, what is that like? Is he is he a trash talker, Markel?
1: <laughs> definitely, definitely. That's one thing. That, that, that's one thing you're going to hear is you're going to hear a DJ if he's in a shooting match, if he's playing a game. And, and that's the one thing I love about him, you know, he brings the best out of you know, not just me, but all his teammates. And, um, you know, for me, that's what I want. I want to go against the best, I want to go against you know you know whoever's in front of me i want to get better and um that's one thing i think he done you know starting in training camp and ever since i got here has just pushed me to be better and um, i learned a lot from him you know whether he knows it or not just me watching him and then him competing and um everything like that you know he's brought a lot out of me that i didn't know i had and um i mean i appreciate it and i mean anybody that doesn't want that i don't don't know what's wrong with you you know you should want to be you know pushed every day you shouldn't want to you know have it easy coming in i hope i did the same for him so
2: yeah, That's I good. mean, I feel like if you if you don't compete, it's going to show. I mean, you can't hide it. If you're out there on the court and you're not competing, it's, you're going to stand out like a sore thumb. Yeah. And so, um, you know, like Kel said, like, yeah, we're teammates. You know, off the court, we could be best friends, yeah. but once we step on the floor and practice, training camp, whatever, you're competing. And it's been like that. You know, my, my 12 years in the league, I've always had to compete for my spot on the team. You know, if it was a starter, a backup, a, a third string, you got to compete, man, or you're not going to make it. And I think that's one of the biggest things. And uh, yeah, I definitely talk a lot. You know, I try to use that to my advantage. You know, I'm small, so I try to get in your head, play little mind games with you, and uh, it works from time to time. You know, but. Uh, yeah, Does he, he ever get under Somebody's skin Yeah you'll definitely See him get under A lot of
1: people's skin He definitely Yeah he, he, He'll he get under your skin Or he'll even make you laugh That's another thing You do he make you laugh And you yeah. you mess around Miss a shot or something But
2: Yeah so Can you
1: think of it Can you think of some things He said that you <laughs> That you've nah, heard Man he say
2: anything You do
1: Anything under the sun You never know yeah. you never yeah.
2: know it's, I mean it's, that's just That's just part of having fun man It's part of the game Yeah You know and uh, That's what it's about You know coming to work Having fun But taking your job serious At the same time And winning that's what it comes down to. The NBA is all about winning and competing every single night. I'm
0: fascinated by the NBA locker room. Just take us through the – the. I mean, you guys are always making fun of each other, everybody. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a place to – you're all business. You want to win the basketball game. But it's uh, – that's an animal of its own. Yeah. 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 Locker yeah. Room. You guys have a lot of fun in there. You're picking on each other on the bus ride, on, on the plane. Just take us through how that – I don't think fans <laughs> see all that.
1: Well, I know for me, he's been in lead league longer than me, but, you know, that's probably been one of the funnest things for me, you know, being able to – everybody have their different personalities and come together and, you know, be able to be tough on each other, you know, and, and do it in a fun way to where, you know, you're not hurting anybody's feelings, but you're like – you're toughening each other up almost, you know. You're going at each other's weak spots. You, you're making jokes. You, you know, you're talking trash. But at the same time, it's building a relationship to where, you know, you know that that person has your back. And when it comes down to it, you know, but at the same time, if you wear something that looks crazy or you do something crazy, you're going to you're going to get called out for sure. So, you know, you got to be on your game at that at, at, on that point, too. So,
2: yeah, I mean, I've been in so many locker rooms, man. I've been with so many teammates. Uh, it's been different everywhere I've been. But uh like Markel said, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a place for us to come together, you know, not so much focus on basketball, but at the same time, get ready and get focused on basketball. And, uh, you know, I think that's one thing a lot of my friends, or retired now since you know I've been in the league so long, so that's one thing they always tell me they miss the most yep. about the you game. That. It's uh, right. not necessarily the money or the travel and uh, the game itself. It's really the locker room, you know, and being around the guys and having that time. Because once it's over, you know, you you you're not you not getting that experience anymore. So I try not to take it for granted these days. I I, I enjoy every minute of the locker room. Um, you know, and and the bus rides and the plane rides, you know, (laughs) every chance you get, every chance I get, I try to take advantage of it.
0: Is that why you pick on us still? (laughs) Well, I think it's the, it's
3: the is it, I don't know, you guys. You know, I, I did this all, many years ago, but you're right. It's the camaraderie, yeah. but it's the there's a co- the competitiveness. Yeah. Nothing. Every weakness yeah, is exposed. Every stride. Right? Yeah, yeah. If there's any crack, everything. We're going. We talk about we talk about the way each
2: other, uh, the way we dress. He, uh, if we're playing anything. cards, if we're playing cards, we are we're, we're going at it. Com- you know, being competitive. Um, dominoes. Phone games. That's whatever. part of the reason
1: why I go to sleep, too, so I ain't gotta
2: worry <laughs> about that.
1: If I could just go to sleep, I ain't gotta worry about he nobody picking avoid, on me. Yeah, that's, it, that's how you get out almost of here. I'm gonna yeah. start waking them up on the flight. <laughs> you
2: start that's how like that go to that easy. Yeah, you, go you have to favorite sleep.
0: targets? Do you have a favorite target? Who's I go to
1: sleep most of the time. I usually. Who's to go, the easiest target? I go to Melvin. Yeah, I Melvin and DJ. favorite
2: target. I would say it's more like easier target. Like easy. some guys bring it on themselves. <laughs> you know, it's just, like who? You gotta, you gotta give us some examples. He example. got he, he
1: got everybody. He got something got, on the like cut card. I, I mess
2: with everybody. I have a different relationship with everybody. It's kind of funny. He um, got no cut cards. And, and some guys, uh, you know, if I had to name names, <laughs> guys that I really mess with, uh, probably um, A. G. Uh, Kim. Kim Cam is one of my Mill Jeff Mill Mo yeah. I, got couple, I got a couple targets man. You might as well name the whole team <laughs> I got a couple a couple targets. keep going But I pick my days When keep I want to a certain guy. Keep going So yeah You who might you get that coach what what Mark you might you I mess with what the coaches too It's not <laughs> just the players It's everybody <laughs> It's dude. everybody yeah. no, every,
1: Nobody's safe yeah, What I do you hear him say to this? Man he might talk about Somebody's hat He might have a hat on it go anything You can and just say Your man. shoe untied Look and at you Your shoe untied yeah. might trip, You might trip Walking up the steps You know he gonna yeah. say something
2: I like messing with the coaches too Yeah I like to Make them nervous around Cliff Because Cliff don't play yeah. <laughs> so I try to make them nervous To mess up How yeah. so So what do you, how do you get uh, them nervous? It's just anything Like during a film Or something I might look at one of the coaches and Like you know Make a face <laughs> or something like that You know just anything I try to I try mess try to break Stay these. away
1: from DJ during the film That's, <laughs> the, that's what know. you but know But does man.
2: anybody go back at DJ yeah no nah, people go
1: back at them and you know you got ag go back at them you know people gotta you gotta time your jokes for dj you gotta make sure it's good you <laughs> make sure man. you got a lot of people around because sometimes you might get a good one right you know, nobody's around so you gotta all make to sure waste. you got a good yeah, 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 you have have a good like, you yeah joke, you gotta have a good crowd <laughs> you, too, you, you gotta have a good crowd you'll tell them that gotta have a good crowd well markel
0: now you're playing it looks like you're having fun that smiles back there i i you know how fast you are i don't know that we are we're seeing this explosive speed this incredible athlete and guys are realizing if they cut you're going to give them the basketball i mean how much fun is the basketball side is
1: it's it's extremely fun you know just to be on the court that's all i can ask for you know and then you know just to be out there competing you know again that's a big thing that i love to do is compete it's good and then to do it with people that you know that you care about uh my teammates are like my brothers you know and i build a relationship with it makes it even better so you know um the season's been, you know, a great a great start, and um, I think everybody's just realizing, you know, the potential that we have, and then they're starting to realize, you know, the things that I can do on the court, and um, I think it's just it's just helping us go to another level. And um, I, the the crazy thing to me is I know it's only the beginning, you know, it's only the the start of you know what's to come, you know, because one thing I know about myself is I'm an extremely hardworking. That's one thing I want to bring, you know, to push these guys to work harder, and I hope they see me working hard, and it just makes everybody else work even harder. So,
3: DJ, have you have you been surprised by his speed with the ball, by Markel's speed with the ball? I mean, the other night in New Orleans, <laughs> I I I I think I made the comment that you know this is John Wall-like speed. Yeah. I you know I don't yeah I mean it's
2: to in with the ball in his hand. Yeah, That's, I wouldn't say surprised. You know, I knew he was a great athlete. Mm-hmm. You know, he's six four point guard i mean 65 six they with six his five. shoes off six that's five. how they measure us now
1: uh, so uh, yeah I,
2: I, I knew he was a great athlete you know coming in yeah the most the thing that i'm most um surprised at is his decision making at such a young age yeah um you know he makes all the right decisions all the right plays when he's in traffic he, you know like like y'all said yeah. if guys learn to move and get in certain Positions when he's out there, they'll get the ball. He's unselfish. So um, that's that's the thing I'm most surprised at at such a young age. You know, some guys, you know, it take them, a, take them a while to get used to the pace and the speed of an NBA game. You know, it takes them a while. So, but he plays a, above his years. And um, like I said, to add that with his, you know, his size and everything, it's just, it's crazy to see. Do you marvel
0: Markel at the hits he can take, the way he can, can tr- go oh, in the man. tall trees and get those shots yeah, off Yeah, definitely.
1: You know, sometimes I, I wish you would do some more you know, <laughs> shooting, but uh, it's definitely, you know, unique, you know, to see for him at his size to get a shot off. But one thing I do notice is he's going to be on the floor after, though. You know, I think the thing that is surprising me more how fast he gets up, you know, when he gets knocked down. But um, it's definitely, you know – but that's why he's been in league so long. You know, he's learned how to, you know, get his shot off and you know get to where he wants to get the foul calls and you know, all the things like that. So you know, it's it's good to see. Um, I just hope his body can take it. Yeah, man. I feel I hope it. His the next body day. can take it. Yeah, <laughs> that's one morning. thing I always joke with him with getting in that cold yeah, tub. You know, he is he take care of his body, but you know, just make sure he get in that cold tub because yeah, he sure. he needs it. Yeah, I would imagine. What's uh, the the, the
3: that's a great I think fans would like to know d j but how much the the amount of time mm-hmm. that you have to spend to yeah. be able to play it's not just going yeah. to practice and it's taking uh, care of yourself,
2: yeah, I mean these guys could tell you like I'm always the first one in the gym and I'm probably the last one to leave um this is something I always took pride in sometimes I just just do it just to be the last guy, just to say <laughs> I'm the last guy, but uh, most of the time it's because I'm getting treatment and cold tub and this and that you know, and uh. Um, You know, it's just – I think it's definitely helped me last as long as I last. And I know I got to – in order for me to continue my career, I have to continue to do those things. And, um, you know, I really take pride in those things. Yeah.
1: That's one thing I will say, though. I do see him in there, you know, always getting treatment, you know, Eating eat the right way, you know. I'd be trying to get him to get some Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. While. He tried to get me Chick Fil A. <laughs> he never, he never want to do it. Chick-fil-A. So you know, he, he, Papa doing it at 21. Man. it's a little different.
2: something about 30 just kind of <laughs> changes yeah, everything. They DJ. Me mad, man. They eat cookies on the plane, all <laughs> type of stuff. I can't do it. What,
0: what else do you like to? Fans don't really know you, Markelle. I mean, this is so. This is fun for fans to always when you get you get a new teammate, and a new team together. We know you sleep. Are there yeah. other things? Or...
1: Yeah, you know, I, <laughs> I really like to, I like to explore. You know, I'm a outside. I still like to go outside a lot. You know, I ride my bike still. You know, I, I play the game a little bit more Video now. games. A little, little bit more now. This is my probably my first year playing the game as much as I do um, just because it keeps me out of trouble. And it, it, it puts me like – it helps me think. You know, the NBA 2K, you know, I, I start breaking down the game a little bit. But – um i like to cook actually a lot of people don't know that okay um i like to cook uh growing up i had to cook a lot but i've been trying to cook a little bit um other than that you know i go see movies new movies that come out i try to i try to you know get out and explore the right way you know i don't want to be you know out doing the wrong thing so you know any chance i I can get a chance to do something like go out to a museum or you know see something nice i'll I'll go do that go to the mall you know little things like that but um I'm open to a, a lot of stuff, but most of the time I try to stay inside and stay out of trouble, so. What do you cook? What's your specialty? Um, I cook it like a little Benihana type, you know, some f- chicken fried rice. Yeah, I'm, I, they don't know. I'm telling you I can cook. Really? I'm telling people I can cook. I can cook You go to Benihana fry. and get the chicken <laughs> oh, right, No, no. I can cook eat. it. I can That's cook it. Uh, I'm telling real. you. Yeah. He don't want to, eat. he eat too healthy for me, so yeah. I can't cook for him, but, you know, um, I know I cook a lot of stuff. Again, like I said, you know, my, my mom was a single mom, so, you know, growing up, I had to watch her cook, and when she was gone, I had to cook myself, so, you know, I, I burnt a few meals before, but, you know, eventually, over time, I learned how to cook a lot of stuff, and uh, I, I used our resources that we have here, you know, I, I talked to the chefs, and um, I, I learned how to cook, you know, a couple extra things in the, in the kitchen, so...
0: That's good. I think that's interesting. We got some questions from some fans. All right, yeah, yeah. are you ready to go through yeah. some of these? No, yeah. we're good. Let's go. You can go, and DJ can give the real answers if you want. <laughs> 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 this one. But this one comes from uh, this one comes from Andy Kloss, and he wants to know what would what would look better, DJ's hair on Markel or Markel's hair on DJ. What do you guys think? If you guys had to switch, who could pull it off better? Probably uh, his uh, on
2: mine. Uh, I could pull it off, but I would. I would. <laughs> I probably have a better edge, of, like a better lineup than his.
1: Yeah. So it would probably look better on me. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I feel like I can pull off, you know, any haircut I want, but. He was in a pole DJ, now. DJ. I, was, I'm I of don't know, now. DJ. I'm, of I'm of league league. Now. I DJ, saw
2: that. I'm tired. DJ. <laughs> hey.
1: DJ, hey, he I'm he will to, he will to have, to. have a nice line because he, he, he gotta have he gotta have a nice line. He will have a nice lineup, but Come on you know, <laughs> I still been ha- looking for him to hook me up with a barber, but you know, he's been every city I give him a barber. He's been all around, cancels. but you don't want to do it. Okay? I be asleep. I gotta get I'm my sorry. rest, man. He cancels last minute. So gotta go I'll I'll sleep, stop man. Now,
2: now that
0: would be a business. You find a barber that can do while you sleep. That'd be nice. So okay, Aso says you two are always joking. Yeah, it's always something, and you're playing together on the floor now, which is yeah. fun at times. Mm-hmm. What's being said? Can you shed any any <laughs> insight? I just
1: make sure. I just make sure he you know. He moves off the top of the key when when he passes the ball. I think that's the biggest thing, you know. Make sure you keep moving. That's one of the big emphasis that coach gets on us about. So I make sure you know crack a joke about that. I'm 32 now.
2: I told him, either I I stay where I'm at and I get back on defense, or I go. Can't give you both. I can't give you both now. So we gotta make a decision. We gotta make a decision. I
0: remember Stan yelling at Jason Williams, J. Will, and he said. I want to defend. My legs won't do it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> stop it yelling at
2: me. That's how it is sometimes.
0: All right, your go-to order at Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is a sponsor of the Magic now, so they're going to be listening. Yeah, nah, We might be I able to work something out yeah, here if you got hey, a go-to order. I hope
1: we do. Look, I get a number one, no pickles, add American cheese, add bacon. Oh. Then you got to get a 12-count nugget. Then you got to get a Cobb salad. Add extra nuggets on top if your you're soup feeling too, good. Your soup. good night. Yeah, they got a chicken noodle soup too, but I usually get those three, but I don't eat them all at the same time. I usually save the nuggets for later. See, that's what you got to do. You say, eat the nuggets and you can heat them up later. It'd be a good, like, midnight snack, you know, or a snack later.
2: He could do but, this right now. <laughs> i yeah. give him five more years. You got to take,
1: got to take advantage of your opportunity. But yeah. I usually, I ain't going to lie, I usually get a Cobb salad. DJ don't believe me, I but believe. I usually get a Cobb salad when I go to Chick-fil-A. They salads are actually really, really good. I try to tell him to get one, but nah. he think it's... But they got good salads, though. If you, you ever place. get a chance to go there and get a salad, get a salad. Okay. I'm He's not
2: ordering a salad from Chick-fil-A. Too, yeah. <laughs> He's got 12 <laughs> he unopened salads that, in his fridge. Yeah, right? for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, get gotcha. salads.
1: Man. All right, fair enough. Pure 80, uh,
0: pure Magic 89 says um, – let's see, what does this thing say? As far as learning your new teammates, how difficult is that? You've played with a number of different teams, mm-hmm. right? That's got to be difficult, coming in to learn, they Your whole team has to learn one guy. Yeah. you got to learn a whole new group of people.
1: Uh, for me um, – I think it's kind of easier for me because I love the game so much. So I've already been watching these guys, you know, because we had to play against them once. So I'm scouting, you know, learning what these guys do. But two, you know, I'm a fast learner. So, you know, while we're in practice, I'm looking at what guys do, their tendencies, you know, what's their sweet spots, what they like to do, you know, what they're not good at. And then um, I think it's just big on just letting them know that, you know, when they're open – Um, And there are spots that they're going to get the ball, you know, early. If that means me passing up some shots, you know, early, uh, that's what I like to do. It's just so that, you know, they know that they're going to get the ball when they're open. And um, I think it's kind of easy. And, you know, with these guys, you know, everybody knows their game. You know, they don't try to play outside the game too much. So that makes it, you know, pretty much easier. So uh, it was pretty easy for me coming in. You're
0: still feeling that out? Do you feel like you're kind of still in the feeling out definitely,
1: I, th- I definitely think I can still learn you know a little bit you know a little bit more and I think it's more so them learning me too but um, I definitely think you know I'm it, it can always get better so I definitely think it's something that I'm always going to try to improve on
0: alright last one this one comes from uh, Joseph Charette and he wants to know, do you feel welcomed in Orlando? Oh, 100%. Both of you guys. Like, does this feel nah, like home for nah, you guys?
1: For me, 100%. You know, just the love, you know, I see, you know, when every time I check in the game, you know, to when I'm walking around, maybe at the mall or, you know, at Chick-fil-A, you know, I see people saying <laughs> what's up. So, you know, it's it's dope. It's dope. Definitely, you know, all the love they give here is it's amazing.
2: Yeah, I mean, for me, I've been here four years now, so uh, it definitely feels like home. It's kind of funny because um, – you know, I live in Houston in the offseason. Right. And so whenever we come back to Orlando after the offseason, you know, when my kids start school again, I feel more like when we land back in Orlando, I'll be like, ah, we back home. You know, like, you know, and that's crazy. I've never really remember saying that ever since I've been in the NBA. And that's cra- that's kind of crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. What,
0: what's the last, I guess the last thing, but the last bit, and there was a couple questions on this. Yeah. Being a mentor, what, what's the best advice you can give him and, and what's, what's the best advice maybe you've gotten?
2: Uh, for me to give him um, – man just continue to work hard and be yourself um uh you know he's he's such a great player you know and and he's so young uh he has a a lot of basketball ahead of him so um you know just make sure you make all the right decisions and markel is such a great kid like it's easy to to help him you really don't have to help him too much Like, like he said i i normally don't tell him too much he you know he just watches and um He's such a great kid. Like I said, he makes great decisions at a young age. I, I've never really seen that before. Uh, out of all the guys I've been around, you know, I've been around a lot of guys. So um, he's really mature, his game and off the court. And um, you know, I, I think that goes back to his mom too. You know, Miss Ebony, she raised him raised them right, and. Uh, you know, she's still here to this day in his life. You know, making sure if he get out of line. She's <laughs> gonna put the smackdown on him. So uh, yeah, yeah. So a little fear is good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely.
1: Uh, I I definitely think you know, you know, again, you know, appreciate that. But uh, the biggest thing is you know, them leading by example. Not more so like saying stuff to me, but the way he carries himself. You know, the things you hear about him. You know, being a you know a great person. You know, longevity. You know, not just on the court but off the court. And um. Again, just the little things, of just seeing him being the first person in, the last person out, you know, taking care of everybody. You know, I make jokes about Chick-fil-A, but, you know, even him eating better, you know, I've taken that into consideration, right. you know. Um been not eating as much fast food you know trying to eat better you know it takes baby steps you know it's it's tough to get rid of chick-fil-a but you know, <laughs> I'm taking baby steps but um you know just just watching him and his work ethic you know again this is another thing that I admire um and that I, that I'll just always keep with me it's just the little things you know that that he might not notice that he's doing but I, I see a lot of it and I just carry it with myself so
0: Very good. Well, I know I speak for everyone in the organization and in Central Florida. We're thrilled to have you, man. On and off the floor, kind of person you are, the player you are. It's been a joy to watch, and we're just getting started with this. That's the the fun thing. Thank you, Thank you. thank you.
2: Yes.